All right, Clint, thanks for joining us today on the Everblack podcast, mate. How are you? No, good to see you, mate. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I'm feeling uh, a little bit anxious, a little bit nervous, a little bit excited. I think I might have weed my pants a little bit, uh, or <laughs> I think that's weird, at least. <laughs> yeah, mate, I'm all of the, all of those and, and everything else. Gotcha. And that's just because you're talking to me, but that's all good. I get that a lot. <laughs> Love it. Where are you currently at the moment? And I'm sitting in my little hacienda out near the uh, Ambly Air Force Base, actually. And um, yeah, it's it's normally we get a bit of an air show, you know, like almost every day we get F-18s and F-35s and uh, C-17s buzzing us all the time. Um, They're a bit quieter today. I don't know what's going on. They might be having a bit of a break. Oh, there you go. But nice, nice down there, which is good. Uh, yeah, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's was stinging hot yesterday. So um, suddenly me went for a swim. Thinking at nine, you know, nine, nine-ish that I'd be safe. Uh, no, I was not. I got burnt. And um, <laughs> uh, man, I tell you what. So I stuck to the gym today. I went for a little bit of a jog on the treadmill. Yeah, I was yep. like a hamster in a bloody wheel. You know what I mean? You're just, <laughs> you're just running towards a bloody glass wall or some crappy. Yeah, that's you know, it. I have, have Beyonce screaming at me. Um, <laughs> well, it sounds like a good day. <laughs> Listen, yeah, they you... never play anything good on those gyms, man, I tell you. No, no, they just cause pain, to be honest. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> now, you've got some very exciting times coming up. The 20-year anniversary tour for Begins Here. Excited for that? Uh, yes, I'm very excited. Actually, it is exciting times, man. Um, not only did I never think we'd last 20 years, I didn't think that my voice slash legs would last for 20 years doing what we do. Uh, we, we haven't killed each other, although there was the blip uh circa 2012 to 2017 which uh the holiday um so we i think we've done all right and it's and i think it's an absolute well actually i know it's an absolute credit to the fans because uh, the fans have kept us going all through that time and i mean the love that was still coming in you know for the band even when we're on hiatus um but even more so is the fact that the, the tour sold out you know, there's there's massive shows that have sold out. So the love is real and, and we feel very humbled and privileged by it. So thank you very much. Everybody. Yeah, no, definitely. I know that I mean it's a long time now and it's it's always been an album up there for a lot of people. I know I still have always listened to it on a regular basis, along with your other stuff. So do do you kind of remember how it felt when you completed the album back then? Like, do you still remember that day? Actually, there goes a C seventeen right now. <laughs> um that's nuts uh yeah man i remember like the like the writing phase of it very clearly the recording phase very very clearly because that was that was grueling um i remember what it was like when we finished it it was just pure relief and i didn't know how well it was going to do past the release point and i was talking to nick carpenter the the singer from devolved and he was saying to me we actually caught up at the trocadero on the gold coast and he he, i said uh you know, man, I'm feeling really scared. I was anxious. I didn't know how it would go. Um, and he sort of reassured me and said, mate, I think, you know, you've done the work. Because we toured so much off the back of the EP, we had a lot of love from Triple J. Um, we got picked up by Roadshow. They started putting our film clips on the start of movies, uh, the old VHS, if, you rem- if anyone remembers those. <laughs> Definitely. Um, which, so we had a lot of things going for us. And I think, you know, we, we were sort of on the cusp or on the back of the wave of that sort of, 
I don't want it. It was kind of new metal, but you know what I mean? We were alt, sort of alt prog rock progressive, and we sort of dipped a toe, you know, had it sort of straddled at each side. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we, we were in that really good point, but that that relief, man, from like that writing was amazing, and, and spending those hours in the rehearsal space was incredible. And, and really enveloping yourself in that, in the music, you know what I mean? And just immersing yourself was incredible. And to have it finished and out there, oh, Man, you just sit back, have a beer, and um, and just wait. When it come back, actually, from Tim Palmer, who'd mix like you know um, Pearl Jam's Ten, and the list goes on and on. Um, he did some great stuff that we we didn't really think, you know, we wouldn't have thought of. Um, and to have him aboard was incredible. So it was yeah. it was really that Goldilocks time. It was really an amazing thing, and I still listen to it today, and I can still hear that the darkness on it, that sort of heavy vibe and, and the depth in the music so yeah, yeah that's it and and like it like you said i mean it, it really came out as a, at a perfect time i think it, it like right when it was released was just when it needed to be um and i mean still still today i was pumping it on the way home and yeah you're right like you can just hear exactly how it was meant to be and yeah uh, I can't floor it to be honest. So, not to toot your horn or anything like that, but it's Thanks, just it's one of those no, apples. I love it. It's always a go back to. Um, just, just a, I guess a way bit before that, we we brought up with music as a child, or like, how'd you get into it at the start? Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, when I was five years old, uh, we moved to a small mining town called Morumbah in um, central Queensland. For everybody yep. that's sort of you know getting this secondhand, um, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's 200 kilometers inland from Mackay for everyone playing at home. And, um, so country music was very strong in that particular area. My, um, my dad's a bass player. So he joined the country music club. Of course, we all went out there to sort of hang out and mum and dad uh, lost me, uh, <laughs> one night. And, um, the guy on stage said, oh, there's a little boy here that, that, uh, has lost his parents, but first he wants to sing a little song. And um, I sang, shut up your face. Probably awesome. just two chords. You know, I was like, "What's the matter, you? Hey, shut up, your face." Anyway, <laughs> um, that was that was it for me. And people ask me, they say, "Do you know did, when did you know what you wanted to do?" And I said, "I was probably five or earlier. Um, I just knew I was always going to be a singer." Dad said, "Get a trade." I said, "No, nope, going to be a singer." And he said, "Mate, one percent of the one percent make it." And I said, "Well, that's that's the class that I want to be in." So I never gave up. I just honed in, zeroed in, and. Um, you know, it's not for everyone because it's it's a bloody hard road and there's a lot of knockbacks. So we were extremely lucky to, to get where we are. And, you know, some people aren't so lucky. Some people are luckier. Um, yeah, that's it. It's <laughs> but, yeah, I always knew what I wanted to do. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. That's what you want. And, I mean, you've got the tour coming out, which is going to be incredible. Um, I mean, you must be excited to tour again with the boys. Um I mean, just, just just a little description, like how's, how's it feel again to be back on the road? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, I've got to say, man, sometimes like touring can be the, the greatest thrill and the hardest road um, all at the same time. So it's really, it's, it's this weird juxta, you know, position. It's a paradox because you're so tired and you're drained. But as soon as you hear that intro every night, you know, your tour manager comes in and goes five minutes to stage and you start to rev up. Because you know you got to perform. Yep, yep. As soon as you hear the crowd, the lights go out, you hear the crowd, you're in. That's it. The die is cast more or less and it's up to you. So we have like little little tips for um, ourselves. Just, you know, if you're not having a great show, 
don't focus on the one note you got wrong or the you know you missed a fill or we didn't you know hit in exactly on a on a drop in it's think about the you know the 100 or 200 notes you did correctly before that if something's irking you on stage look at the crowd change like shifting focus um so that's all the stuff you know that that we've learnt over this time it's not eating too early you know low, sorry too late before gigs you'll go out with a full stomach you're sluggish you know don't drink too much the night before it's all of these wonderful things that that we've learnt and we could actually you know write a little handbook for uh you know new uh burgeoning musicians yeah to, that's it you know, to, <laughs> to, to run there you know to, to stay out of trouble and it's um not letting um shifty people persuade you to go to dodgy dodgy buzz and, and nightclubs and do silly things when you've got two shows to go so yeah, that's you it. don't learn that till <laughs> after the fact right um i can speak from experience i've done exactly that learn from your mistakes and, um, <laughs> yes learn from your mistakes but i can't wait to get back out with the boys like it, it's great but being on stage with people that you've spent such a, a a massive portion of your life with do you know what i mean and all those experiences good and bad um but there is something that binds you so intricately um and it's through the thread of music um not to sound too corny no. uh, or wax lyrical here but it really <laughs> is this like whether it, whether it's um people that go and see the same bands as you or listen to the same bands there's a thread there's a commonality there's a community spirit that joins you and, and binds you that's and amplify that into the highs and lows of a band and fuse it all together and um, when you're standing on stage with these guys sometimes i have moments where i'm just sitting there going or standing there rather just thinking yeah this is it it doesn't get any better and it, <laughs> sometimes it doesn't then sometimes they're a pain in the ass yeah but uh, it's the joy that's no, the, that's the highs and lows of touring yeah yeah, yeah. and like like you said i mean you know if you have one bad thing 200 good things i mean the, the fans that are there are basically in a war seeing you guys anyway so really your one thing that you know you did wrong they're not even going to notice half the time so <laughs> it's great man we we talk about this thing that happens where the song is actually playing in your head. Like when you watch us and we're playing the song, it's actually playing from your memory bank. Yeah. It kind of mimics and sits in. So then unless something goes catastrophically wrong um, and I've seen it happen, but like, you know, I've, uh, I've walked backstage to talk to friends, you know, whoever, and I'll say, man, that was awesome, dude. And they'll be looking at me. They'll be, they'll say, were you at the same show? Dude, they said, look, old, old mate forgot a whole section. He missed a hit. He did, you know, I'll be like, oh, no, it's great. Because generally, as you say, the punters don't give a shit unless it's catastrophic. Yeah. And not only it. that, I think back in the day, like we had some like uh, just very knowledgeable younger musicians came to our show. And we are like, you know, we're the equivalent of a bloody sledgehammer. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's just that's how we do it. Um and I think they were a little disappointed that it wasn't a little more tech. And I think they might have voiced their opinion. And <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, what were you doing at a butter show anyway? But we're not tech. Yeah, you know, go, to, go and see per Periphery if you or Sugar if you want some tech. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, it's funny because I remember I'm going way back here. So 2003, you guys toured with Grinspoon, 28 days. Uh, it was at Brisbane Festival Hall. It was my first show I'd ever been to, and I was so pumped. As much as I loved Grinspoon, I was actually more excited to see you guys. I'd been listening to the EP nonstop on my Discman at high school, just pumping yeah, Sweet and Low, The Cell, Black Lung, and I was just like, these guys. And I went with about four mates, 
And I was like, the butterfly effect. And they're like, who? And I'm like, just wait, just wait. Like if it's as good as the EP and that, you're going to love it and just killed it. It was awesome. And yeah, I was a very happy 17-year-old back then. Um, so so my love goes way back. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's great, dude. Man, I remember that show. Actually, um, for us, the whole ethos and the ethic was to come out and go as hard as we could go. Like it was leave nothing on the on the stage. If we weren't knackered, like literally, if you weren't almost collapsing or throwing up when you got backstage, then you didn't play hard enough. You didn't go hard enough. Um, and that's how we did it. But we did that, uh, I think, between 2003 to 2004, we played 150 plus shows in a year. Wow. So that's one show every 2.2 or 2.3 days, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, and can I tell you, when we got home, not only my head, heart, liver, kidneys, <laughs> legs, uh, and voice were absolutely destroyed. But I wouldn't have it any other way. But the Worth thing it. is, I do have to look at... Um, yeah, totally. I do have to look at um, tour itineraries now to remember where the bloody hell we were because yeah. <laughs> it's just there were so many shows. Oh, man. And it's, you know, it's interesting though. Um, I remember that show very clearly and also remember that run with those guys because the boys from 28 Days were very naughty and they were um, throwing food and other items around the band rooms and um, we nearly got stitched up for it. And uh, I still remember our manager <laughs> just going, they weren't even here, they'd left, blah, 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 blah. Yes, they were, they were naughty boys. Chaos. Love them though. <laughs> oh, just good stuff. And, and man, you know, thanks to the Grinners boys for taking us out so many times. We did multiple tours with them and they put us in front of a lot of people. So yeah, um, I love that community, you know, whether, you know, it, it's, it's good that Australian bands support other Australian bands, whether they like them or not, you know, in their style of music, but can see that, you know, they're young, up and coming, deserve a shot, give them a go. That's really cool too. Yeah, so, definitely. And I always say to people, man, like, you know, if you love or hate us, it doesn't matter. Like if you're giving Australian music and young Australian musos a turn and a shot, that's all I've ever wanted from anybody because um, there's, there's so much great music out there. We've got some of the best in the world. Um, and I'd like to see it supported more on a, um, you know, national, international stage. So, yeah, so local musos, <laughs> don't bloody download music, buy a t-shirt, get a friggin', get a vinyl. That's it. Know. And there'll man, be plenty. I'm sure you'll have plenty at the show too. We're going to support that. We'll get those. <laughs> oh man, we've got, yeah, we've got a whole new range of merch. We've got some sneaky limited edition stuff. We, we released our own gin because we're massive pissheads. What can I say? <laughs> um, but it's actually, it's actually handmade and we supported a local uh, Gold Coast distillery. So, oh, so yeah? there nice. again, it's like people, yep. People supporting people, Aussie supporting Aussies, you know, keeping businesses and and um you know young bands and, and people out there giving it a shot alive and if we build our community even stronger um not to bang on too much about it but you know i mean if we, like if we keep our community strong which i know it is um and i've never felt safer than at like heavy metal full like full metal gigs and like heavy you know the heavier rock genres never felt safer standing in a room full of t people wearing black t-shirts love it Take me to anywhere else. Take me to a nightclub. I'm sitting there waiting. I'm just got, uh, you know. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so all credit to uh, the fans of heavy music. It's amazing. It's it's definitely everyone looks after each other. It's brilliant. Um, without giving too much away, then I mean, what can we expect from the tour? Is there going to be some extra songs played just to play through? Sneaky, yes. sneaky. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're doing um, begins here. <laughs> From there, plenty of sneaky sneak after the show. I'll, I'll mute it, doing. Clint. Hang on, no one can hear. Just tell me. Yeah, no, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so we've got uh, we're going to do begins here in its entirety, entirety from front to back. Um, we've got some. We're bringing some extra musos with us. We've slightly modified a couple of the songs. Um, so a beautiful mind. Uh, it's a little different. So it's like a crowd favorite. Um, Without Wings is, has, hasn't been played since, I think, 2002, since it was in its demo format. Sorry, I can't speak here. <laughs> um, and we're going to do an encore set as well. So don't worry, we nice. will play a few more songs after we play Begins Here. Um, yeah, man, uh, look, we're really excited about it. It's It's been 20 years in the making. They said we'd never make it. We proved them wrong. <laughs> To those uh, people, it's the best. <laughs> I don't know who they it's the are. The best way. I'm just making them up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and and we haven't killed each other, so that's good too. And we're um, working on new music, which we're hoping to maybe do an EP in the next like you know year or two, um, just a like a five banger. Yeah, yeah. We'll go do a total right turn and you know do some electronic dance style. <laughs> um, that'd be fun. I, I could do that actually, or maybe like a you know jazz co- fusion concept album. <laughs> no, we're not that good. Yeah, no, no. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> it. I mean, why not? Uh, try try yeah, a bit of our, everything. <laughs> our version of jazz fusion. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be fun, man. It's going to be a great night. It'll be you know a whole bunch of people that you've grown up with. It'll be a time machine. We're going to transport you back to two thousand and three when we're all a bit thinner. And a bit better looking. Well, I can only speak for myself. No, me um, too. You know, I, I put on a little bit more uh, insulation. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I've drank about two million beers since then, <laughs> and we're we're really looking forward. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I'm going to be at the Friday Brisbane show. I'll be doing the photography, so I'll be at the front, so you can give me a little oh. pose, and and I'll take some good shots. Um, yeah, we'll will. go from there. I will um just I'll a quick, a quick wh- costume change in, in between the songs just so yeah. you get a couple of different looks that's fine yeah. <laughs> just a little uh i know you've been doing a bit of solo stuff as well at the moment did a few runs of shows recently here as well um what's what's it what's the difference like is there much difference doing a solo tour slash set compared to the band like what's is there major differences yeah, hundred percent. I think I'm a little bit more freer when I'm doing my solo stuff. Do you know what I mean? If it's just me and Ty um, playing, like, a, or just by myself, I'm an acoustic. You know what I mean? It's I can be a, a little goofy and and like you know do mash up songs and just have a bit of fun with it. Um, when I'm doing like my solo band, that's that's a bit different again. Like that was really thrown together really quickly, which was incredible because the musos are amazing. They're all you know top top level musos. And, um, but still there was this air of ease, do you know what I mean? It was this really kind of, ah, oh, it was casual and let's just go out and have some fun and we'll play the songs and, you know, but with Butters, man, that's, that's when, that's the, the real work. Like that's, that's not, you know, if we make it look like it's fun, that's, that's, we're doing our jobs, you know what I mean? But it's like grip to the, it's some nights, man, like my ass is like clenched like that dude. Cause it's just, it's a roller coaster from <laughs> start to finish. Um, <laughs> And it's really interesting because, yeah, that's it's. Uh, there's a lot of intricacies. It's a it's harder vocally. Like you've really got to think about what you're doing, where you're going to be standing on stage. There's production cues, and that's on our level. So you know, you go up another level to say, or oh, I go up a few levels. 
to you know a bend like parkway man they, they've actually got like lighting cues and stuff on the floor like that's i'm just like man that's crazy or like iron maiden or you think about like those big you know like yeah, massive yeah. stadium yep. bands um yeah they, they're on another level so if if i think it's difficult at this stage woo-hoo. but i guess you progress to it and you know it slowly becomes the norm yeah um, that's it but yeah for butters because we care about it so much and it means so much to us like no one takes it no one's glib about it no one walks out there going whatever man do you know what i mean or i'll have six eight twelve beers before i go on stage it doesn't happen <laughs> it's um no it's it's busy we're business what yep. we're doing it's not to sound like yeah it's business it's you know what i mean it's yeah. serious to us and we want it to be as amazing so if you see smiles if we're smiling you know that we're having a good time and things are happening with ease if we're all like pouty and moody it's because someone's stuffed up somewhere along the line no, I'm joking. <laughs> now now people are going to be watching going, yeah that's it well me i'll be the closest yeah. i'm going to be <laughs> yeah how's it going tonight does he look all right yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's cool, um, man i love it Going back to the the jazz infusion, I guess in a way, sort of. Um, if if you guys could do a collaboration song with anyone, alive or not, who would it be with? Oh man, <laughs> for me, it's like David Bowie straight out the box. Nice. I would love to. I would have loved to have written with David Bowie, Jeff Buckley. Um, oh yeah, Jeff, good I'm one. All good the one. Dead people. Yeah, that would have been tremendous. I think. Um, oh man, just maybe like. You know, if you want to do Miles Davis, that now he would have been somebody that would have blown you away. He just would have walked in and gone, "Cool, man." You know what I mean? Look, he just had that air of cool, and oh, he'd write a song and just arrogance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, James Brown, that would have been killer, man. Doing something with him. Oh, I'm trying to think. Oh, Nina Simone, Billie Holiday. Um, just I'm just rattling names now. I don't. Yeah, um, plenty, plenty of choices. <laughs> yeah, I think, man. Yeah, David Bowie for me as a, as a vocalist. Because all my other heroes are pretty much, oh, a lot of my other heroes are alive. Oh, Jim Morrison, he would have been another one to write a song with for me as a vocalist. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, the rest are kind of, the rest of them are alive, man, I think. A lot of them anyway. I'm, I'm kind of lucky that I grew up in this, you know, little bubble where I got to be alive at the same time as, well, a lot of them, actually. Yeah. Um, which is tremendous. And I'm, I'm great. I, I didn't get to see a lot of them, um, which is a little bit unfortunate, but... Um, I was still here while their music was being made, which is great. Yeah, it's awesome. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for so much for your time, Clint. It's been awesome to talk to you again. Um, we love having you on the show. It's been a few times now, so can't wait to talk to you again. We'll have all the uh, the details below for the, the tour, um, and hopefully we catch up at the show on Friday. And, um, yeah, sure. good luck with it all, and we'll um, definitely talk again soon. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Have a good one. 